Welcome to Asphalt Talk, a podcast by and for asphalt professionals. Join our expert hosts as they tackle real industry issues to pave a smoother way for asphalt suppliers and producers. This podcast is sponsored by MAPA, the Missouri Asphalt Pavement Association. Founded to promote quality and accountability, MAPA has been serving the asphalt producers of Missouri since 1990. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Asphalt Talk. I'm your host, Dale Williams, with the Missouri Asphalt Pavement Association. Today, we're sitting down with MAPA's lobbyist, Noel Torpy, from Hush Blackwell Strategies, to discuss the 2023 session and the impact on the asphalt industry. Noel, thanks for taking the time to talk with us about the 2023 legislative session. First, you know, coming out of the 2022 session, which some would argue is probably one of the most dysfunctional sessions in recent history, what's your take on how the 2023 session went overall? Yeah, first, uh, thanks for having me. Uh, really do appreciate it. You know, uh, it, it, it's interesting. The last three years in the Missouri General Assembly, essentially the Senate, the Missouri State Senate, has shut down the final week uh, for various reasons. This this year, no different. Um, you know, the first two days, a senator filibustered because he was upset a certain bill passed. And um, and then throughout the, the rest of the week, just different senators filibustered and, and really prevented a lot of uh legislation from passing and, and in many cases non-controversial just because they weren't getting their way and so it it is i'm not sure you know hearing kayla browden the the president pro tem of the senate talk and have his news conference after session talking about the dysfunction doesn't look like it's going to change now i'm paraphrasing there but it, it is troubling going into next year's session in regards to legislation um I'm not sure how much is going to pass next year as well. There, there were 2,323 bills filed this year and non-budget bills, 38 passed. You imagine that now there was bills, well, you know, go ahead. I'd say what, what's a typical year. I mean, if you go back pre some of the things going on, you know, in the last few years, it's, it's been, you know, around 75, I guess, uh, but that's a lot of bills even filed. And then to have such little legislation passed is is staggering. And and quite frankly, the Republican led. Keep this in mind. Republicans have a supermajority in the Senate, the House and every statewide elected official are Republicans. And they couldn't get their top priorities passed outside of transgender, uh, which they made a priority in both chambers. But I mean, IP reform didn't pass. They didn't do any corporate tax cuts. I mean, it it was staggering how little was accomplished this session on legislation. Now, the budget, I would argue, was one of the most successful budget years in the last 10 years. So there there were some positives that came out of session this year, for sure. Well, that that really kind of dovetails into, you know, the next area I want to explore and you know, like I said, from the budget side of things, I'd say 2023 was one of the was a huge win for the citizens of Missouri and the our industry and the construction industry. And you know, going back to the governor's state of the state address, he you know he called for 859 mil, million to rebuild and widen three sections of I-70. And when it was all said and done, we ended up with 2.8 billion dollars to rebuild and add three lanes to nearly 200 miles of I-70. And I think there's also $20 million in there to 
do an environmental impact study on I-44, which is an important thing to get started, along with $28 million to add some lanes around Springfield between Route 65 and 13. So maybe to step back and let's talk about how we got from $859 million to $2.8 billion for I-70. Yeah. So, I mean, the House, you know, took took the position with the governor and then uh, Senator Lincoln Huff, the the chairman, the, the budget chairman in the Senate, I think took the right approach that, you know, if we don't spend some of the, these dollars, you know, there's going to be a hard push for another uh, tax cut. And in three years, when all this money's gone, that tax cut will still be in place and we'll be cutting all kinds of services. And so he he had a vision to really push, uh, you know, I-70. And along with that, um, the minor roads. Uh, he he and his chief of staff were tr- true leaders on, on these projects. Um, and as long as I-70 is being built, he wants to make sure that rural Missouri is also taken care of. And he plans, if possible, if funding allows, to c- continue to, to fully fund the uh, minor roads, which is $100 million, which the governor didn't put in. And, and and honestly, also, uh, Cody Smith, the House Budget Chairman, did, did not push back on this. And so them together, you know, both from the Springfield Joplin area to to recognize that I-70 is such a, a need uh, was pretty impressive uh, and, and took true leadership. And they both deserve credit. But, you know, Lincoln Huff did certainly take the lead on that. And uh, along with some other senators that sit on budget, like uh, Senator Brown, Senator Serapoy that were willing to, to push this forward as well. And so that, that was really good to see that leadership. Yeah. You know, there, there's, you know, I guess some of the, the talk or scuttle around the building is, you know, Senator Huff realized if 44 was ever going to be done, we had to get I-70 out of the way. And, you know, the incredible leadership it took for a guy from Southwest Missouri to, to push for something that his district doesn't touch realizing that that he's not going to see anything until we get that one off the shelf is that, that's a lot of forethought and, and leadership and at least my opinion yeah no i agree with you completely and he's uh you know he's the type of person you want to vote for right he's the type of person you want to send to jeff city and because he does show leadership maybe it's not the most popular thing in his district but he knows what it's right for the state overall and uh, like you said, it's forward thinking and, you know, we're lucky to have him in the Senate and we're lucky to have him as as the budget chairman. Yeah. And maybe just kind of key on a little bit, you know, you, you brought up the hundred million dollars for minor roads. And, you know, just for our listeners, last year, the governor put in a hundred million dollars for minor roads, um, which, you know, a hundred percent of that basically went to asphalt, which was, you know, again, a big win for Missourians, a big win for our industry and, you know, as you mentioned, he didn't have it in his budget this year. I think we were a little disappointed. We were hoping that would become a mainstay from his perspective. But, uh, you know, as you mentioned, Senator Huff had it in the budget. And I think Representative Cody Smith as well. They both had it in their budget. And so now we're looking at another $100 million, um, for minor roads. I think we look forward to learning from MoDOT how they plan to administer that. I know we've got some upcoming meetings and there'll probably be a podcast on it in the near future, but any, any other thoughts on, on the hundred million? I know. I I just, you know, like I had stated, I I think 
Senator Huff recognized that, you know, rural Missouri also needs to be taken care of and how important it truly is uh, for the economic engine of Missouri to be successful. And so he his plan as of, you know, when session ended is to continue to fund that at that level to make sure that rural Missouri isn't forgotten either. And, uh, you know, like you had mentioned, he has he truly has shown great leadership here. And, and Cody Smith is with him on this. Uh, and, and hey, let's be clear. Also, the governor has always pushed for transportation funding. Um, but I think Lincoln Huff went above and beyond, no doubt. Yeah, I mean, I, I've written about it and some of the things that some of the, my newsletters and things. And I think if you, if you step back and, and look at everything that's happened under Governor Parson, his leadership, you know, we passed a gas tax. I think we got about three hundred million from general revenue for his bridge program. We got a hundred million last year for the minor roads, and you know this year we're looking at just short of three billion dollars. So all in all, if you look at what's happened for transportation in the last three to four years, I mean, we're we're talking some significant investment out of general revenue like we've never seen before. Yeah, no, I agree, Dale, and and he truly is the transportation governor. He really is. And he has said yeah. that all along, right? I mean, he really has. Yeah. I and remember. Uh, I remember whenever he, whenever he, he gave his first press conference after he'd been sworn into governor. I think jobs and transportation was about the second and third thing out of his mouth after, you know, accepting it. Uh, he, he's tr- certainly say true to his word. Just, yeah. just curious no, on the, on the minor roads. Do you get much feedback in the Capitol, you know, by some of the reps and senators impacted last year with the program or are they recognizing the jobs are getting built? Uh, You know, not individual members, but I think Cody Smith's office definitely recognizes that as chief of staff does for sure, Um, which is which is wonderful, which means, you know, I think it trickles down a little bit. Um, And then, of course, obviously, Lincoln Huff uh, absolutely recognizes that. Good. Well, hopefully uh, they'll see more of their roads over overlaid and they'll see the value in transferring this money. And now a public service announcement from our sponsor, May Create Design. Google Translate doesn't work for web designer to paving company translations. You say hot mix and it thinks you're talking about the latest snack craze. Wouldn't it be nice to work with a designer who knows the difference between binders and bitumen? Work with folks who have been speaking your language for the past 17 years. Visit maycreate.com. That's M-A-Y-E create.com. Because if you think your website sucks, so does everyone else. I want to switch gears a little bit and talk about a couple of bills we were following that didn't make it across the finish line this year. Those bills were Senate Bill 117, which would have limited liabilities for contractors working as agents of the state. And then Senate Bill 191, which would have required MoDOT to publish the engineer's estimate. So let's start with Senate Bill 117. It seemed doomed as soon as it hit the Senate floor. Can you talk about why it was doomed? Yeah, yeah, I appreciate you bringing that up. I mean, it flew out of committee. Uh, no, you know, didn't there was some opposition with the trial attorneys, but didn't seem like they had a great argument. And, and then once it hit the floor, um, in fact, it wasn't the Democrats who filibustered. It was the Republicans. And in large part, Republicans who have been heavily funded by the trial attorneys, and uh, it just couldn't go anywhere. And Tony Luke DeMeyer, the sponsor, you know, tried to pare it back, take language out, really, and it didn't matter. 
Um, I think tort reform in Missouri for the next foreseeable future is is probably dead, uh, unfortunately. But just, you know, reading the room and reading the floor when that came up, I mean, if a Democrat doesn't have to filibuster tort reform, you know you're in trouble. And, and that's kind of, you know, part of the problem with a lot of controversial issues. You have, you know, really three parties, Democrats, Republicans, and then I would call them the chaos Republican Party. And they just create all kinds of chaos. And this is one of the, the issues that they filibuster on. And so I don't foresee a path forward on this on tort reform anytime soon but we'll see you know we'll keep pushing and and uh we'll see what happens i mean keep in mind there were you know eight new senators this year so it, it is somewhat of a different body you still have strong leadership um cindy o'laughlin the floor leader the first female floor leader in missouri history in the senate has you know really really wants tort reform done and so i think um that'll put some pressure on, on some of these members. So hopefully we get more floor time next year on this issue. Yeah, I'm sure we'll be back at the back there again next year, trying to push this issue. The other one was Senate bill 191 and it never really seemed to get much traction session. You know, I mean, yeah, I, know, I think part, part of the issue was it had been vetoed by the governor. And so folks were a little leery of attaching it to their legislation. Uh, you know, one vehicle in mind was uh, Senator Eigel. He's not a big, big fan of asphalt. He's with the concrete guys, even though I think he didn't, you know, sometimes it's hard to talk to people about issues if they're not willing to listen because it would benefit them as well, the concrete folks. And he wouldn't let that language on his bill. A couple other vehicles, people were a little shy. You know, once again, Tony Luke DeMeyer, the sponsor, he's a great sponsor. Uh, he's gotten across the finish line before, and I, I think we will get that across, you know, in the next year or two. Uh, whether or not the governor vetoes it or not is is yet to be seen. But, uh, uh, you know, with all this money coming down, I think it's more important than ever. So hopefully we get that across the finish line in the next year or two. Absolutely. You know, and as with most sessions, there are some bills that would be harmful to our industry and Really, the session was no different. Probably one of the biggest threats was legislation that would have simplified the process of getting a refund of the motor fuel tax enacted by Senate Bill 262 by placing a simple checkbox on the Missouri Income Tax Forum. I know this language showed up in several bills. Can you share your thoughts on how we were able to defeat this language? Yeah, I mean, uh, it was a little frustrating after just passing a fuel tax. You know, they're wanting to repeal it, and it goes back to um, – Representative Mayhew upset with MoDOT, uh, honestly, and, you know, trying to repeal the, I would argue it just simply repeals the fuel tax and not recognizing, okay, it it hurts the industry. I'm not sure it hurts MoDOT, but it certainly hurts us. And so, you know, just going around when it got added to bills, uh, talking to folks and educating them on on how badly uh, this language is and just peeling it off bills time and time again. And, uh, you know, fortunately enough, we we had it removed from all the bills it was added to. Uh, but very frustrating. Um, I recognize that certain members are frustrated with MoDOT, but you shouldn't harm the industry because you're upset with MoDOT. And that that's kind of what happened this session. And um, yeah, we just had to go around and talk to people and, and peel it off legislation. And, and once again, 
of course, Lincoln Huff was very helpful, along with Senator Brown, in making sure that would happen. And so uh, grateful for all their leadership on this as well to, to make sure bad language was, was coming out of good bills. Yeah, you know, I've, I've always, you know, my, my comments, I mean, it is harmful to the industry, but taking away money from ODOT doesn't punish MoDOT. It punishes the citizens of Missouri. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, not building a job is you're compromising safety, economic development, and everything else. If anything, if you want to punish MoDOT, you give them more money, and that means more work. Less money means less work for them to do. So um, I know I'm sure we'll probably see more stuff again next year. Hopefully one of these days we can get the repeal of 262 behind us and, and work on bigger issues. So, you know, that those were kind of the things that for the session that I recall. Do you have any parting thoughts as we wrap up? Anything you'd like you know, to touch on? Just, you know, keep with – you know, eight new senators, 49 new state reps. Um, there's a learning curve there for sure. And you hope that somehow the Senate becomes a little more functional next year. Um, the House did very well. You know, you had a new floor leader, a new speaker, and they were both uh, really on point and, and did an excellent job. And of course, in the Senate leadership, I thought did an excellent job too, considering what they were dealt but I do worry that the Senate uh, will be somewhat, if not tremendously dysfunctional in an election year. And so I, I am concerned about that. I think the budget will still move well and, and we'll have strong revenue next year. Um, but I'm worried about the function of the Senate, quite frankly. Yeah, being an election year next year and also a presidential cycle, I'm sure it will be and a gubernatorial cycle for that matter. It's going to be a a very interesting session. So, no, I appreciate your time and uh, all the work you do for MAPA. And, uh, with that, I'd like to say thank you all for listening to Asphalt Talk, the podcast by and for asphalt professionals. If you enjoyed listening and learned something today, please leave us a review. Your review will help us connect with other professionals like yourself so we can keep this conversation going. 1992 called. They want their website back. Stop apologizing for your crappy site and stop working with that company who thinks hot mix is the latest snack craze. Work with folks who have been speaking your language for the past 17 years. And get a website that's not a gigantic pain in the you-know-what to build. Visit maycreate.com, that's M-A-Y-E, create.com, for a free consultation and quote. Because if you think your website sucks, so does everyone else.